Welcome to the Customer Mission Podcast. My name is Andrea Olson. I am your host, and we talk about all things customer and practical advice to help grow your business and transform your organization all around the customer. So today we are going to talk a little bit about data and information and that there is such a thing as too much information. So, you know, when we talk about companies, about gathering insights about customers, oftentimes there's a push for getting just a ton of information. So you want to gather interests, behaviors, and everything in between. And companies really want to understand each and every detail in hopes of identifying that new thing that's going to create growth or increase customer retention or expand share of wallet. But the problem is it can be too much information. You know, we frequently believe that more is better when it comes to data. And we want to examine a myriad of data points and ensure that if we're going to send a survey, we need to get all the information we can because we don't want to bother people with a lot of a lot of different surveys. So, you know, companies feel short surveys, sometimes with one or two questions, are less intrusive. So they send those out en masse, right? That's the other side of the coin. So, but more often than not, this data is simply captured and never truly utilized, analyzed, or leveraged to make positive changes within the organization for the customer, right? So how do you know what data to capture? You know, every department might have unique needs or you're reaching out to your audience, everybody wants their own data because they have their own questions. So the key is to narrow your focus and approach using these following seven questions. One, what question are you looking to answer? And this can be no more than two things. You have to be very specific on what information you are looking for and what question you want to answer. It has to be in a form of a question. Number two is what type of information do you need that would allow you to take direct and immediate action? So we see this a lot of times with some of the clients we work with where they have very broad questions and they might be very good and they might really want to hear that answer, but that answer isn't actionable. What would you do with that information if you had it? That's a big, important piece. Number three is what question or questions can you ask in the simplest and easiest way for the respondent? So sometimes those questions tend to be long and wordy and often use kind of internal corporate speak. You got to get really simple and clear and frame that question in a way that is easy for the respondent to understand. Number four, is there a hierarchy to the input you're looking for? So in effect, do you need to know X before understanding Y. So you have to think about not just what question you want an answer to, but is there a preceding question that you need some information about before you can truly ask that second question? Number five is what can you glean from the data you already have? Do you need to do a survey? Do you have to ask this question? Is there something that's already in your data set or somewhere in the organization where you can actually answer this question and don't have to go through this exercise. Number six is, how many sources do you need data from to draw a reasonable and balanced conclusion? So, you know, there's a lot of folks that say, I need my survey to be statistically valid. You know, do we need to ask 10 people? Do we need to ask 1,000 people? You know, really the question is not so much just the quantity, but also the amount of sources. So if you're looking at customers, do you have an even sampling between key customers 
and kind of maybe your average Joe customer or even some dissenting customers? Or is it across the board or is it just one segment? And then how many do you feel you need to get a reasonable and balanced assumption? So that tipping point doesn't always have to be some type of statistically valid component, but it needs to be broad enough that you're going to gain a wide variety of perspectives. As soon as you start getting repeat answers, you can see that maybe you've already got a good consistent base and you don't need to proceed with that survey further. And then number seven is, in what way do you need to gather this input to get a genuine and comprehensive answer? And this is one of the most important things. We like to look at surveys oftentimes as, hey, it's an online thing. We can do this quick and easy. Just throw up a survey monkey and you're good to go. But depending on the question or questions you're trying to answer, this really might require a focus group approach, might require a combination of a survey, could be a series of interviews. So you have to sit down and examine how do you need to gather this input to really get a genuine and comprehensive answer? If it's a question that requires discussion, a focus group or an interview or one-on-one might be more important. If it's very succinct and you want to understand a scale or a yes or no, a survey or something online might be much easier and simpler to execute. But really in short, you know, it's not about gathering mass amounts of data. Don't be a data hoarder. It's not about how much information you have, but really having the right information. Because more often than not, you'll find that there are only a few questions you really need to ask to get the answers you need to make an informed decision about your organization. So thank you for listening. This has been the Customer Mission Podcast. My name is Andrea Olson and look forward to having you back next time.